Welcome back. We are here for episode two of the Wisconsin Sports Appeal Pod. I'm your host, Rohan, and I am once again joined by Will the Thrill Montreal and Billy the Sports Philosopher Myers. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm okay. Billy? <laughs> I'm good too, Rohan. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a Saturday morning, and uh, life's all right. Okay. You know what? Good to hear, good to hear. Will, you had an exciting night last night. You did go to the Bucks game against the Hawks. How was that experience? It's pretty awesome. It's a good game. Uh, Giannis went off. Yeah, we can we can talk about that game once we get into the Bucks segment, but once again, we will start with Don't what's going <laughs> We will start with what's going on with the Packers. And we've had a couple things happen since the last pod. Let's talk about the first main thing that's happened which was probably Eddie Lacy signing with the Seahawks. What was your guys' reaction to that? Uh, honestly, really, I didn't care. Um, <laughs> you didn't care? No, because I know he wasn't come back to Green Bay, and the fact that he weighs, like, what, 270 pounds? Yeah, that. Not that big a deal. The only thing know. that I really cared about with the signing <clears throat> is that he has bonuses built into his contract about his weight loss. That That's amazing. <laughs> They do not trust him in Seattle. <laughs> but he's still making, like, what, $8 million a year for a one-year deal? good Chinese restaurants over in uh, Seattle. <laughs> no, chi- China food. China food, that's what he says. China food. <laughs> okay, so you guys don't think it's such a big deal because we are kind of thin at running back. But then again, we did re-sign Christine Michael, but that doesn't really move the bar that much. So what do you guys think the situation at running back is right now? I guess you got to draft one. You got to draft one. Yeah, you don't sign Peterson or Charles. What about Blunt? You were really high on Blunt for the last podcast. Well, you were. Maybe. I, I mean, if, I forgot what he's an option. But I mean, if he's, he wouldn't be a t- such a bad choice. But I still say we bring in Peterson. The longer he stays on the market, the further his value drops. Yeah, Why not have an elite running back in our backfield? There's a new report out that uh, from ESPN.com that said that the reason Adrian Peterson hasn't been signed yet is because he was demanding too big of a contract. Mm. Yeah. So he's kind of driving his market down. But at the end of the report, it does say that the Packers are interested in setting up a meeting maybe before the draft, but probably after. Yeah, I read something that they had meetings about, should we have a... She would talk to Peterson, but then they eventually decided not to at this time. So, yeah, but they could maybe in the future. But yeah, if they can't get like a premier running back in the draft, like they want, maybe if they use their first round pick on a running back, if they if that doesn't happen, they don't get like a good running back in the draft. That's when I think they would meet with Peterson. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. What? Uh, so Christine Michael, as I said, got re-signed. That doesn't really move the needle much. Do you guys agree? No, he's just... He's average. Yeah. I mean... He's a body. The first half of last season with Seattle, he was okay. One thing you can expect is whenever he gets the ball, he always runs hard. I mean, you always need a guy like that. If starting... He had that one... He had one big run. I think it was toward the end of the year. His one good play with the Packers, really. Yeah. Otherwise... I mean, we still have Ty Montgomery, I think, and he's... I mean, he's not great as, like, an every-down back, but he provides flashes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you can't just... Uh, I guess they probably... They are going to re-sign Don Jackson, but he's that doesn't really mean anything. You need no. more running back depth, 
in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, okay. they'll probably bring at least one guy in the draft, maybe two. Okay. So another thing that happened was Julius Peppers went home, per se, to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he's not going to be back, even though he was still semi-productive in his two years with the Packers. Yeah, I mean, close out a Hall of Fame career with the team that drafted you. Yeah, is that's similar to what Charles Woodson did with his career. After he uh, won a ring with Green Bay, he went back to the Raiders, and I thought that was a great story. I have no ill feelings towards Julius Peppers, just like I have no ill feelings towards Charles Woodson. No, he's just he's a pro. That's what they do, and hey, all the best to him as he closed out his career. Yeah, the one thing I probably feel bit most bad about is that he's not going to get a ring. Yeah, no, Cam Newton can turn it again. No. <laughs> Did you say not going to lead the Panthers to the Super Bowl this year? I am making that bold prediction right now. Wow. Write that down right now. Noted. That would be shocking. <laughs> you think the Panthers are going to come out of the NFC next year? Isn't that what everybody's thinking right now? I think that's what everyone's thinking, along with the Lions. Like, yeah, it's gonna be them versus the Panthers. The two powerhouses throwing the Redskins in there, right? <laughs> okay, probably the high. Speaking of the Redskins, the highlight of the week was probably uh, the Packers signing uh, street free agent DT Ricky Jean Francois, and that's probably even a more needed move with the recent suspension of Latroy Guyon for PEDs. Wow, you said a lot of things right there. <laughs> <laughs> No, what, what do you guys think? Uh, well, I guess basically he's just going to be a little rotational guy in the D-line. So it's a, it's a one-year deal, so it's not like they get hurt if he doesn't perform that well. Yeah, I'm pretty... Walk at the end of the year. Yeah, it's a one-year, $3 million deal, I think, according to Adam Schefter. So it's very low risk, but very high upside. Because he he's shown flashes of being an elite player, but he just he doesn't perform that. And, you know, he's a veteran, probably shores up uh, with the young guys like Kenny Clark along with Mike Daniels. Right. And, I mean, I think it's good. I think we need more people, too, for our defense. We just need a stronger defense at this point. So it's a good move. Yeah, the defense was what killed the Packers last year and probably is going to kill the Packers this year if they don't make any changes. Like, what have they done so far? They've signed Devon House. They've signed Ricky Jean-Francois. They've let uh, Julius Peppers go. Uh, they've cut Sam Shields. Where's Mel Claiborne? <laughs> he went to uh, the Jets. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> He's off the table, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, they need to do more moves if they want to shore up their defense because they are an elite team, but they're not going to be a huge contender if they don't have it solid defense like their offense is going to light up every team but you know defense matters defense wins championships yeah and you and rogers said this week that they do need more bodies on defense oh it's a quote from aaron Rodgers that they need to get more bodies on defense and it's definitely true but as long as at least they at least are starting to try and they're doing more free agency than i think they've done in a long time Speaking yeah. of Aaron, he was at the Badgers game last night, wasn't he? He was at the Badgers game. I saw oh, him on his at the Badgers game. 
Yeah, he was yeah. wearing a Bucks hat and he had a mid-range shirt on, which I thought was funny. Did you see uh, after Zach Showalter hit that shot? Oh, he did the discount double he check. The, he stared at Rogers into the discount double check. Oh, that was great. What a and, legend. Uh, it, was good, it was good. What did you say? Well. He's a legend. Oh, I thought you said, what a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a legend. He's a legend. Rodgers was wearing a Bucks hat. You know who's the hottest team in the NBA right now? The Clippers. <laughs> you know, it's not the Clippers, actually. It just happens to be our hometown Milwaukee Bucks. Wow. Yeah, Will, Will, you were at the most recent game, as previously noted. Uh, they did yeah. win that game against the Hawks, 100 How's this look, Will? Just, just the eye test. I mean, Giannis went off, that's obvious, but just the players, the chemistry, how'd they look? Tell us. I think they look good. Um, overall, Brogdon had a couple nice dunks. Middleton didn't shoot that well last night. He didn't mm. shoot well at all. He was atrocious. It was it was pretty bad left for him last night. But I mean, when Giannis just goes for thirty four, um, you don't really. And Snell had thirteen last night. Delvadova had uh, actually Monroe had fourteen again last night. So even with Middleton going one from one for thirteen from the floor. Wow. They still in that game. Yeah. Even, even though Middleton didn't play well last <clears> night, though, <throat> he did play well a couple weeks ago against the Clippers, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did play well. On the last podcast, we did make predictions about if they would beat the Clippers or not. Will and I did say no, but Billy, you did say that the Bucks would win and Middleton would lead the charge, and you deserve a round of applause for that. Thank you, Thank you very much. I'll bask in the glory. Okay. I mean, they won by one point. That was a very bold prediction, I think. Honestly. It was a very bold prediction. Uh, yeah. But they did win. It was an elite team. The Clippers are kind of falling off a cliff right now, but they're still the Clippers. And when right. the, when the Bucks can go 4-2 and two on a West Coast road trip, which they haven't done since 1988-89, you know that this team is starting to gel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've gone eight and two in their last ten games. They've gone ten. They've won ten in their last twelve. And they're in a roll right now. <clears throat> yeah, they're currently in a uh, tied record with the Atlanta Hawks for the fifth seed. The Atlanta Hawks do have the tiebreaker though, so it's going to be a little more difficult. But they're right there. Well, you you just sounded like a submarine right there. What happened? <laughs> the Bucks could get the fifth seed. The Bucks could get the fifth seed. They currently have the same record as the Hawks at thirty-seven and thirty-five. Yep. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah the Hawks have lost six in a row right now. I know. If you think about they're 
If you think about to like a month and a half ago, you'd think this team's not even going to make the playoffs, but now they're making a push for the fifth seed, which is kind of insane. <coughs> yeah. Uh, if they do get the fifth seed, that does mean that they would have to play the Raptors, most likely. What do you guys, out of... They're not going to get... I don't think they're going to get the eighth seed, so Cleveland's probably out of... Actually, no. Cleveland's not necessarily out of the picture, because Boston could get the one seed. But out of the top four teams in the East, Cleveland, Boston, Washington, and Toronto, who would you think would be the best matchup for the Bucks in the playoffs? Washington. Why Washington? They just don't scare me as much as those other teams do. I mean, John Wall's great. They have a great they have a great front court, but just like I mean, sure they're a great team, but Toronto scares me more than Washington does. Yeah, I mean, Toronto right now, you don't it depends on all on Kyle Lowry's health cuz he's out with a wrist injury. And if he comes back full speed, Toronto's probably the best team out of Boston, Washington, and Toronto. They're probably the best of those three. Right. That's why getting the fifth seed kind of scares me because you don't know if Kyle Lowry if Kyle Lowry is ready for the playoffs. That's not a matchup I want to face. No. So that's why I would kind of I would kind of hope that they stay in the sixth seed. So I kind of hope they don't overtake the Hawks if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to win, but I don't want them to win too much. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, the Raptors could always pass the Wizards. They're just one game down. I know, but the Wizards, have, the Wizards. I don't think they're going to let go of the third seed. I did run a Never poll. Know. I did run a poll on Twitter the other day saying which team would the Bucks fare best against in the playoffs out of the Cavaliers, Celtics, Wizards, and Raptors, and fifty-four percent said the Wizards. Yeah, they're with me. <laughs> so, so you, so you want them to stay in the sixth seed? Don't overtake the Hawks. Yeah. I mean, is that realistic, though? I mean, it seems like we might overtake the Hawks. We've been winning a lot lately. They've been losing a lot lately. Yeah, that's true, but the Hawks, they've they have been struggling, but Paul Millsap has been out, and he, Paul Millsap is their best player by a long ways, even though Dwight Howard has been well, and you guys know how I feel about Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think the Bucks could overtake the Hawks. I don't think they necessarily will, because maybe the Hawks find the rhythm, because Ken Bazemore was out too, and he's been a key role player for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Uh, one sec, let me pull up the Bucks schedule for the next game, and we can make some predictions about them. Uh, well, the next couple games actually are on. <laughs> They're what? Their next couple of games here. Yeah. So the next game they play is Sunday against the Bulls. Will, what's your take? Uh, they should win that game. Uh, give me a score. Mm, ooh. We'll go uh, Bucks 104, uh, Bulls 95. Ooh, only a nine-point game? Yep. I mean, the Bulls are trash, I mean, but... You know, Jimmy Butler can will score like twenty five points. Yeah, that's true. But, Billy, Billy against the Bulls. What do you think the Bucks do? Is that in Chicago or Milwaukee? Milwaukee, but you always know with Bulls games they travel. 
Do you know that, Rohan? I do know that. <laughs> because whenever they play the Bulls in Milwaukee, there's a lot of half the Bucks arena. By, Bucks win by 10 or more. It's not going to be close. Nah, they're too good for the Bulls right now. Yeah. Okay, then their next game is Tuesday in Charlotte. Wait, Rohan, do you make that same pick, though? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't answer. Uh, I would I would say the Bucks win by double digits. I would be... I would be disappointed if it wasn't at least 13 well yeah i think middleton's gonna come off of his slump and they're just gonna destroy the bulls Mm -hmm. okay moving on to the tuesday game in charlotte charlotte is a curious case for me because they started the season very well and then they just kind of fell off the face of the earth which you all know is flat so um what do you guys think about that but you think the, what do I think about the face of the earth? I think it is flat too. Yeah, I agree with my boy uh, Draymond Green and and uh, Ky- Kyrie, right? Yeah, Shaq was the latest one to say the earth is flat. Oh, he agrees with them. Yeah, will will. Kanye on board too. Is what? Isn't Kanye on board too? I have no idea. <laughs> well, yeah, Kanye's always on board. Will I mean yeah? Will is the earth flat? Um, I'm going to go with no, the earth is not flat. hate to break first all your bubbles, but you know. Okay, then why, Will, I'm just going to bring in my sports philosopher uh, mindset into this. Okay. If the world is round, then why don't we roll instead of walk? Man, I roll all over the place. Wow. Well, you need to talk to the doctor. Okay, let me let me play let me play devil as devil's advocate for my flat earthers out there. Uh, the Earth is not a perfect. If even if the Earth was round, it would not be a perfect sphere. So that's why you don't roll. You're answering yeah. my question. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that, actually. <laughs> yeah, no problem. That question's been causing me grief all week. Okay. Now I can sleep well. I'm just clear, <laughs> I'm just going to clear this up. The earth is round. Just just saying the earth is round. It's a joke. Billy, you do know that the earth is round, right? All right, Bucks v. Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, Char- the Charlotte Hornets are just not good. I mean, they still have Kemba. He, he's an all-star. He'll, he'll light you up. He can get to the rim at ease, with ease. He can shoot. I don't know, but I still think the Bucks overpower them. Billy, what's your prediction? Bucks win. Bucks win by how much? Bucks win by. You know, I'm gonna say that they're gonna play him close. I'm gonna say Bucks win by uh, five, six. Fifty-six points. Wow. Five or six. <laughs> Will, what's your prediction? Oh, uh, the Bucks by about twelve. Okay, I'll say Bucks by eight. So we're all saying the Bucks are going to win, and yeah. then they have a they have a back to back road uh, road game because the next very next day they have to go play Boston. They're going to lose that game. Yeah, they are. The Celtics. Okay. Unless you think they might uh, rest some guys against the Hornets, give them less minutes, and then prepare for that Celtics game. They might. You never know, but I don't think J-Kid hasn't been very good with his minutes distributions, so, you know, I don't know. I think there's... I'm going to go 
I'm all against you guys. I think the Bucks are going to win that game. Ooh. Why? Yeah, I'm going to... Or you go, Will. Um, I don't know. I just got, I got a gut feeling right now that they're going to win that game. I think it'll be a really close one. But I see them winning by, like, four points. Okay. It's a late, late three by Giannis. Ooh, late three. Not his strength. You think it's going to work? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Hey, he, his first shot last night was a three. It was. He hit, so... I just want to say say something right now. I want to say, if we lose to the Hornets, we'll beat the Celtics. Okay. It's either going to be one or the other, right? We're going to win one of those two games. Okay. I'm probably going to say it's the Hornets Well, you think we're going to win them both? Yep. I think we're going to win the next three games we play. I mean, in the words of DJ Khaled, all they do is win. <laughs> was he talking about the Bucks in that song, Rob? I think so. I think he was talking about the Bucks in the future, but you know, DJ Khaled can tell the future. Like Assad writes On all his future. beats. On the future. Yeah. You know what? They should get Future to play at one of the to perform at one of their song uh, games. <laughs> that was Own the, the f- lamest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I've said lots of lame things in my life. That's pretty Suns last night. The Suns? Uh, Devin Booker. 70 wow. points. That Devin was amazing. I wish I, I wish I had League Pass so I could have watched that game. But League Pass is Do trash. Do you to promote right now for League Pass? Hashtag not an ad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, that, was in, that was incredible. I mean, yeah. Uh, Will and I were talking before the pod. We started recording. And I said a lot of people were giving Devin Booker heat because, oh, it doesn't matter that he scored 70, they still lost to the Celtics. But my argument is... They lost that game? Yeah, they lost yep. that game. Holy they lost God. by 10. <laughs> Billy, Billy, PG-13 pod. <laughs> that is sad. Yeah, but no, here's my thing. Shouldn't they want to lose? They're, they want to improve their odds of getting a top three pick. So okay. they get to develop their young... One argument is like, if a guy puts up 70 points and the team loses, that team is awful. God, <laughs> that's just that's just plain and simple. Yeah, they are. The Suns are terrible. Yeah, and they're pretty bad. They're trying to lose. They're tanking. So don't you think it's okay, good? Well, you can't tell me that last night when Devin Booker was in the midst of putting up 70 points that they were like, ooh, we got to lose this game because we'll get a higher pick. <laughs> you can't tell me that that's true. I'm not saying that they were trying to do that, but I'm just saying it worked out like that. It's a win-win. You get your young star. You think you, you get your young star to develop and score a lot of points, and you still get to improve your draft stock. Like that's a win-win. Okay, well, wouldn't it have been whatever? You're you're wrong. Why am I wrong? Because who? Okay, put yourself in Booker's shoes. You put up seventy points, and your team loses. Like that's devastating. <laughs> I mean, they were they were celebrating. Why not wrong? I mean, yeah. That's pretty devastating. They were celebrating afterwards, though. Like, all his teammates okay, were happy. Fine, but, like, still, if you had won that game, that would have been way more exciting. Yeah, I mean, it is the most points scored in a game since Kobe's 81 in 06. 06, I know. But, like, he just think of, like, Westbrook knows not Like, okay, Westbrook puts up, like, 30 or 40 in a game and his team still loses. Booker puts up 70 <laughs> points in a game and the Suns like... <laughs> That's just sad. I made this joke on Twitter last night. Devin Booker actually became a son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I say some. I say some weird stuff. Yeah, we already knew that. So. Yeah, you know, Rohan, 
as long as we're on this topic, Devin Booker, Suns, losing, you know, you got the topic that we're on? Yeah. I just, oh. want to, <laughs> I just want you to make a haiku of what was just said. Now, let me, let, I just want you to think for a second, Rohan. I just want to give everybody who's listening a little preface to this. Rohan's on Twitter, and uh, if you follow him on Twitter, you know this. But if you don't, just let me tell you. He calls himself the haiku master. And, you know, after every Bucks game, he'll put a little haiku up there about, you know, what happened. Haiku recaps the of the Bucks. game. Yeah, haiku recaps <laughs> of the game. Exactly. Thank you, Rohan. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just want to put you to the test. I really want to know if you're truly the master. So this haiku has to be about the Suns and Devin Booker. So go for it. Okay. The Suns lost the game. Devin Booker went big time. They still Im- they improved their odds. <laughs> they improved their odds? That's the last one? Yeah. I don't know. I usually get I usually get like a minute to think, but yeah. That's pretty Oof. good, Rowan. Okay, what the Suns lost the game. Devin Booker went big time. Devin Booker went big time. Okay, just need to clarify. They improved their odds. Wow. Go. Yeah? That's pretty good. I still can't call you the master until a couple more of these haikus, but I guess we just have to do this every podcast. I think we will have to. I mean, my haiku <laughs> recap of the game for last night's game, uh, let me find it. It was Bucks hold off the Hawks. Chris did not get shots to fall. All hail the Greek freak. That's good, yeah. And that's for you. Yeah, I am the self. Thanks, thanks I, for uh, gracing us with your haiku prowess today, Rohan. Oh, I got you guys. I got you guys. For sure. topic of losing uh, <laughs> Great topic. uh i i'm very sad to say that i said marquette would win but but they they lost they got crushed they did it's get crushed be nice that way of putting it bad that was a bad game okay and but- as long as as long as we're on the topic of just like uh, the tournament in general, let's revisit our predictions. Yeah, we did make predictions last game. I said Nevada would make a run. Will said Nova and UNC in the championship two years in a row. Billy yeah. said a 16th seed would beat a one seed. And Billy also said Lonzo Ball is better than Steph Curry. UCLA wins <laughs> it all. I was hoping you wouldn't remember this last thing that I said, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. I said that UCLA and Duke would meet up in the final game. Man, they're both out now. So. Okay, can we just take a minute to say all of our predictions were wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yep, all hey, our predictions were wrong. Isn't, U- isn't UNC still in it? Yeah, but Nova's not. Yeah, true. But I also, I also said that if I had to pick a team besides Nova to win, I would have picked Kansas. That's and Kansas true. looks that's unstoppable right now. Well, that's not a bold prediction. 
Oh, yeah, true, but, you know. Yeah. At least one of my options is still available. My my bold prediction was Nevada makes a run, and, of course, they get booted in the first round. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Nova yeah. and UNC championships not going to happen. 16 seed, shocker, did not beat a one seed. And I Lons- was shocked watching that Gonzaga game. I thought it was going to happen. Ooh. And uh, Lonzo Ball is not better than Steph Curry, and UCLA is out. I mean, you can't say that first part of the statement. I think I can. If if let's me, move past this for today. I don't want to get into an argument. Okay. <laughs> hey, Will, you said Nova and UNC would make the championship. Why is why is that not true? Nova lost, right? Who'd they lose to? They did. You know, good old Bucky Badgers. Bucky Badgers. Played a great game. Last Come on, wait a second. Wait a second. All right. We can't talk about the Badgers before we talk about Marquette. Can we not? Like... No. Marquette lost against South Carolina, and let me just say that I was the only one to pick them to lose in the first round. I mean, you guys had them winning. It was well, obviously I had them winning. I'm biased. You had them winning the whole thing. <laughs> I did. I I made one bracket where Marquette wins, won the entire thing, and that is in the top one percent of brackets right now. You mean wow? That? Yeah, it is. It's that's that's. Sounds pretty bad, man. Yeah. No, I mean, it's one of the best. It's one of the top 1% brackets in the, the world. Oh. Wait, you had Marquette winning? Yeah. How? It is. But, but they're not even, they didn't even win a game. <laughs> I know. Here, let me, let me pull up my bracket. No, can we move past this? You're wrong, Rohan. <laughs> All I know is that South Carolina has been on a roll. They have. Since they ever, they, since beat they beat Marquette. Duke. Yep. And they beat Baylor. Yep, they're still going. I know. They're playing Florida now. Yeah, how, who would have who would have thought that the East Region Final would be Florida versus South Carolina? Not me. No, when they guess in a million years. I don't how does that make any sense? But I guess that's the tournament. That's the beauty of the tournament. Like Xavier, they're still rolling. 11 seed playing in Zaga today. I know. Like, is Xavier the Cinderella of this tournament? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, easy. That's easy choice. I mean, I think they have a good chance of beating the Zags. The Zags? Yeah. not say that, Rohan? The Zags. What's wrong with saying Zags? <laughs> I don't like the term. Okay. Gonzaga. Anyways. Thank you. I mean, anyways, moving on. I mean, I'm just happy Duke is out because I hate Grayson Allen. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah, They played a close game, but lost to South Carolina, which is just weird to say. But you know, I know. I'm just, I'm, just, happens, happens. I'm just trying to say I don't like Grayson Allen. Yeah, I don't know if anybody really does. Billy, I feel like Billy would be a guy that likes Grayson Allen. He's a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you, I admire his tripping ability. You admire his tripping ability. I strive to it each day of my life. Why? Because you're not good at basketball. That's not true, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just as a preface, the three of us do play basketball a lot. So, together. 
By the three of us playing basketball a lot, do you mean Will and I showing you up and making you look like a fool while you like fall over in the post? Okay. I don't know. I show both of you guys, so. You mean. Scotty sucks at basketball. And by me falling over in the post, does that mean you tripping over your own feet trying to make a layup and falling into the snow? What? <laughs> Will, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I remember that. I think I was on a rebound, though. Oh, was it? That was like I last so. week. Okay. And no one wants to hear about all of us, how we play basketball. So Yeah. So yeah. the original thing but we were talking about. Before we move on, let me just say that Rohan can't make a shot unless he's right under the hoop. <laughs> you're the one that, okay, whatever. Okay. Mid-range is not strong. You're, you're, entitled, was... you're entitled to your own opinion. But what we were talking about originally was how Wisconsin did beat Nova. They did. Yeah, they beat Indeed. Nova and they lost last night. Can I... uh, what a game. That was, uh, Will, you saw the second half, right? I saw the second I half. Did. Billy, did you? No, but I have to tell you an anecdote. Okay, what's your anecdote? So, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, because it doesn't need to be told. But, okay. I'm sitting in a room playing a game with friends. And someone's in the other room watching the Badger game. And, you know, I should have been watching the game. <laughs> I'm proud to admit it. But this guy in the other room's watching, I mean, I assumed he was watching the Badger game, and he was just shouting every obscenity, and this went on for like 10 minutes. He was like, GD, and he was like, holy crap, and he was just like swearing, and he was not happy, and it was like, I was like, holy crap, dude, calm down, and then I knew the Badgers lost because he left, and he was just angry, so I was like, <laughs> wow, that must have been a tough loss. I like, didn't even, I didn't even see the game. I was like, wow, that must have been a tough loss, and it yeah, was. Lost an OT. Buzzer beater in OT. Yeah, yeah, I saw the clip. I mean, what cost them was probably their free throws, which cost them all season. Yeah, Nigel Hayes. And is pretty bad from the stripe, but... Yeah, I'll never get good shooters that struggle from the free throw line. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, the, um. mo the most prominent example that comes to mind for me is J.R. Smith, who who's a great three-point shooter, one of the streakiest shooters in the NBA, but he's not a good free-throw shooter. And that just it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Nigel Hayes went 7 for 14 from the line last night, and that's probably why they lost the game. Yeah. But, I, well, yeah, I missed most of the first half, but I remember I checked the score. They're up 11 in the first half. Mm -hmm. And I check it again, and then it's halftime, and they're down by, like, 2 or 3. And I was like, how... The game, the game switched momentum so quickly, multiple times. I was times. watching the game. I was really hoping Koenig was going to pull up from uh, deeper. I just wanted him to keep shooting. I mean, Koenig did get hurt. Yeah, he did, but he, he wasn't even that hot when he shot last night either. I mean, I just wanted him to keep shooting when he was shooting. I mean, like, that's what Steph Curry would do. So that's what Lonzo Ball would do. I'm sorry. I apologize for my bad jokes. But yeah, so free throws plagued the Badgers all season, and it probably came, it led to their demise in the tournament, which shouldn't have come to any surprise to anyone. Right? No. Yeah, no, not really. But yeah, it cost them a chance to keep going. No, I mean, four straight Sweet 16s is something to be proud of, but... 
no no championships to account for that. And a sad. Yeah, but I'm definitely not biased, so I I'm glad the Badgers lost. Wow, wow. <laughs> you're <laughs> glad. You don't want That's... to root for Wisconsin team. No. Wow. I am a Marquette guy through and through. That's kind of sad. Why is that sad, Will? We don't you know we have a rivalry? Uh, yeah, but I pulled from Marquette. Well, you don't go. And there. I was, hey, I'm a bigger Badger fan than I think I'm a Concordia fan, so <laughs> just putting that out there. <laughs> Ooh, Will, 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 you go to Will revealing personal information. Well, we already talked about our names, so I don't know if it's really that big of a deal. What's your last name, Will? We talked about that last time. Go on here and then go back to the first podcast. <laughs> Which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. It is. And that, that was an ad, basically. I mean, it was an ad for ourselves, so it's like a self-proclaimed ad. Yeah, true. So and I mean, bad. And I mean, if they're listening to this, they already know which mediums they can get it through. Yeah. Mm. Point. Point. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have any bold predictions for the remainder of the tournament? Hmm... I want to call Kansas winning at all a bold prediction for, on my part. Um, let's see what we Not, got. Well, I'm the one that's... No, no, no. What? Not a bold prediction? Right, here's a bold prediction. Uh, Xavier's going to go to the championship. Ooh. Ooh. So you, they've got to beat Gonzaga, and they've got to beat one of South Carolina and Florida. You think they can do that? Yep. I'm going to go with it. I don't think they win the championship, but I think they get there. Okay. Billy, bold prediction? Xavier loses its next game. That's not a bold prediction. <laughs> They're playing the one seed. <laughs> yeah. Well, my bold prediction is that... You want to hear this? This is the boldest prediction you're ever going to hear. You ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rest of the games for the tournament, all of them, the upset team will win. Oh, so you think Kentucky over UNC, Xavier over Gonzaga, uh, Oregon over Kansas, and South Carolina over Florida, and then Exa- yep. and then Xavier over South Carolina, and then Oregon over Kentucky, and Xavier over Oregon. Yep. Wow. I think that has like a 0.01% chance of happening. Let's put that down, and if it happens, you all owe me $100. Everyone that listens to $500 from everyone. I think we're going to lose listeners. <laughs> uh, Get your watch out, everybody. Uh, yeah, so that's your bold prediction. There's not going to be a... Every single game is going to be an upset. Yep, I think that's the most bold thing I've ever thought about in my life. You did wow. say... You said maybe multiple 16 seeds will win. Last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I said I'm one sure. win. You said maybe two. <laughs> I said I don't know where it would happen. And it and didn't. It happened, happened so nowhere. It didn't happen, so I wasn't wrong. So. Wait, what? I said I didn't know where or if it would happen. Oh, sure. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What else? What else? Do we have any more thoughts on the tournament, guys? I just wish the Badgers were still in. Both of our teams are out at this point. 
Yeah. So which which team are you guys pulling for? Will you're pulling for Xavier? Um. Yeah, let's go Xavier. I'm not. Root for Xavier. Wow. We root for them. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Kansas because uh, the guy who works with me in my research lab—I'm not gonna say his name—but he's a huge KU fan, so I'm gonna root for Dave. Kansas. No, don't. Ah, oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, his name is Dave, but that's all you're gonna get. So uh, he's a huge KU fan, so I'm gonna root for Kansas. Wow, Billy. Still on the bandwagon. Well, I'm rooting for Xavier because they're the upset. Yeah. Cinderella story. I'm not rooting for Z. I can't root for another Big East team. Why? You're just salty about Marquette? Yes. Yeah. You know you knew they weren't gonna win very many games. What are you talking Let about? They were gonna one. win it all. Let alone one game. <laughs> I mean, if they lose to the eventual champ South Carolina, I'll say it was worth it, but uh, yeah, I don't think South Carolina will win it all. I think of all the teams left, South Carolina is least likely to win another game. Really? Even though they're a seventh seed? Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think think, Florida wins. So you think a seventh seed has a less chance of beating a four seed than an 11 beating a one? Yeah, I'm on the Xavier bandwagon now, man. Okay. Xavier to the championship. Okay, I can't wait to see this crash and burn for our next episode of the podcast. Be a good time. You like to see the world burn? I do like to see the world burn. I am the Joker. I am Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Is that how you say his name? I always, whenever I like see it on Facebook, I'm always like, ooh, there's Jogic. <laughs> it's Jokic. <laughs> Is that not right? It's Jokic. Uh, uh, that's how you pronounce it. I think he's Serbian, so that's how you say his name. Wow. Uh, as long as we're on the NBA, I've got a... Deep question for you guys. Okay. Ooh, all right. let's, let's roll it back can I, to the NBA. Can I, can I propose this question, yeah, Rohan? Yeah, go for it. So Devin Booker put up 70 points last night, right? Yeah. And if we're talking about, you know, best players in the NBA, he wouldn't be in the conversation, am I right? He would not be in the conversation. Let me say this. As LeBron James or any current player in the NBA for that matter – ever had as good of an all-around game as Devin Booker did last night? Has any player had as, as had an all-around game like Devin Booker did? Last night. Yes. Yeah, like Kawhi Leonard every game. <laughs> okay. But he's never put up 70 points. No, but Kawhi Leonard is the best defender on the planet. And he manages to put up 40 a game. Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron James? I'm saying Kawhi Leonard is a better defender than LeBron James, yes. Okay, new question. Who's the MVP this year? Oh, God. Uh, in my, Come on. Opi- my opinion, I would probably say, I would say James Harden wins it. That's what I think is going to happen. If I had to pick an MVP, I would probably pick Kawhi. Pick? I like Kawhi. You pick Kawhi. I love Kawhi Leonard. Billy, who's your MVP? Well, who do you? Oh, okay. Will, who's your MVP? <coughs> um, I want Russ to win it. Nah. <laughs> because Russ is doing so much with so little. 
It's impressive. Russ is a ball hog that can't shoot a three. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. Right? I mean, that's a bold statement right there. <laughs> it is a bold statement. I mean, sure, he put up a triple double where he didn't miss a shot, but like, that's the first time he's ever done that. That's the first he's time, never looked that good. That's the first time anyone has done that. <laughs> okay, but I just meant like that's the first time like he's shot that well. I mean, six well, because yeah, he he's good. Do we have an intruder? I'm, I'm just saying he's good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, I am editing this part out. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Will, is someone in your room? Is there a rapist? Okay, wait. Okay, wait, let's go back to Russ. Okay, but I think I think Russ is putting up... I mean, what he's doing is incredible, but... Sure, what he's doing is incredible, but, like, he needs to take a step back and realize that there's six players on his team that have a better shooting percentage than him, and he needs to pass more than he shoots. That's, that's a fair assessment. Well, what, what, was my, what was my question here? I just told you that Russell Westbrook has six players on his team that have a better shooting percentage than him, and he needs to pass the ball more than he shoots. What do you say? Okay, to well, he does, he does average 10 assists a game. No one on his team averages more than two and a half assists a game besides Russ. That's because no one touches the ball besides him. <laughs> well, he did still dishes to 10 assists a game. Sure, that's not bad, but like... That's pretty pretty good, man. Sure, but like, okay, in March, he put he averaged nine three-point three attempts per game. And he's not a three-point shooter. No, he's really not. Just like, why can't he be sharing the ball more in those situations? Like, he just needs to. He needs to. Play, he needs to be more of a team player. And that's why I don't think he should win the MVP. <clears throat> okay. Oh, we do have. I just say that. They, mm. No, go ahead, Will. I just say they don't have as much talent on the team that he can't. That he has to be able to get the dishes in because we're a team player. Who else on that team can take over a game the way Russ can? Nobody. Yeah. Taj Gibson. <laughs> the man made one good play the entire season. <laughs> Taj Gibson. <laughs> okay. Oh, we do have breaking news here on the podcast. Uh, we have just learned from Chris Haynes, uh, uh, NBA reporter for ESPN, that Milwaukee Bucks forward John Henson has expected to be sidelined for approximately one week with a left thumb sprain. Why do we care? Can you just not tell us that? He didn't even play last night. Yeah, because he was injured. No, that makes sense then. (laughs) Okay, we're talking about MVPs. You guys picked your MVP. You didn't ask me who mine is. Who's your MVP, Billy? LeBron James. Why? I mean, (laughs) the the simple argument for LeBron James is he's the best player on the planet, so why isn't he the most valuable? And here's my argument, too. You look at that team, and you look at what he means to that team, you look at their record when he's not on the court, and just, like, how the team plays without him versus how he plays with them. They have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, but, like, he just elevates that team to a whole new level of playing that, like, sure, Kyrie's great, Love is great, but, like, that team without LeBron is not what they are with LeBron, and yeah. that's obvious. Yeah, he can take a team with two all-stars and yet make it even, like, monumentally better, which is kind of impossible. Right. 
So that's why I say LeBron wins MVP. I say Kawhi because he's the best two man, two two way player in the NBA. What's the last bro? Yeah. Yeah, no one said hard. The man averages the man averages a triple double a game, man. Okay, here's my thing. When Oscar, Here, no, let me let me say this. You go. When Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double, he was the only other person to do it, right? He didn't win MVP, so why should Russ? Because well, who won MVP when Oscar Robertson did it? Then I don't know. Like. Yeah, see, either way, but no, the only other guy to do it. If we're just saying it because he's averaging a triple double, okay, someone else averaged a triple double and he didn't win MVP, so why should Russ? Yeah, Russ doesn't deserve it. Well, I I do think Russ is not going to win it, but I think he should. This is my opinion on it. Just because of the triple double, well, or is there some? No, because the fact that there's no one else on his team that can do anything, almost. I mean. Oladipo is the second best scorer, and he well he does shoot better than Russ. He's not as good a player as Russ, obviously. Is Russ is that team? The reason they are eleven games over five hundred right now is because of Russ. Okay, but like that's not even that impressive. Like their team isn't awful without Russ, and like sure they're pretty, they're, they're pretty bad. They're the sixth seed in the Western Conference. And, yeah, Russ is one of the best players in the NBA. And they're the sixth seed in the Western Conference. Who's the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference? The Bucks. The Just, I mean. Like, they can't, okay, the argument about the East and West is awful because the West is so much better. Okay, but let me East. say this, Will. Significantly the, better. Let me say this. They have four more wins than the Bucks do. They have four more wins than the Bucks do. Yeah, and they're the exact same seeding. Um, hold on. Right. Just, the West, the West is top-heavy. Yeah. Like, the East, I feel like, has become... The eight, okay, who's the 8th seed in the East right now? All I'm trying... Here, let me say this. Miami, All I'm trying to say... Let's get back to Russ. Russ is a great player that doesn't deserve MVP because he's a ball hog and needs to be a team player. Someone who's not a team player isn't someone who's an MVP candidate, in my eyes. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. And sure, he's carrying his team, but like, he could be doing more. And if he did take that next step, was more of a team player, then he's MVP in my eyes. Okay, as long as we've done some MVP talk, we might as well do some rookie of the year talk. And the the most prominent uh, name in the conversation is obviously Malcolm Brogdon, right? Is he gonna win? Who else is in the conversation? I mean, Joel Embi- if Joel Embiid played all season, he would be the unanimous rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. But he's only played right. 31 games, and I feel like no executive... I mean, no no one's going to vote for him. Because he only played... He played like a total of 700 minutes or something for the season. So that he's not going to win MVP. I mean, rookie of the year. So the probably right. the two highest ranking uh, members are probably... Uh, Dario Saric, also of the Sixers, and Malcolm Brogdon of our Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Yeah, I think I think it's Brog- I think Brogdon should win it. I you know I like Brogdon. I I feel like I'm biased towards Brogdon, but I think Saric is going to win because he's putting up. He's scoring. Traditionally, the rookie that scores the most points, like averages the most points for a game, wins Rookie of the Year. And that mm-hmm. it might happen again because Sarge is averaging more points. I think Brogdon can do it though this year. I mean, if you just look at like where he is, he's really helping contribute to a playoff team. Yeah, that's Whereas, true. Like, 
Arich doing. Like that's true. When Joel putting Embiid, up on the Sixers, like yeah, when Joel Embiid was healthy, they were winning a little. The Sixers were that is, but uh, since he was gone, they started losing a lot, and they just started feeding the ball to Saric, and yet they're still losing. So, but yet Brogdon is starting for a playoff team. Mm-hmm. As a rookie, yeah, as a very polished rookie, the president himself, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. I think I think it'll be close. I think Brogdon. I think Brogdon wins it. You just said a second ago Saric would win it, even though I, you wanted I, Brogdon. I just did. Changed. I change your mind? Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah, I did change my mind. You, your argument. I think I changed your mind. Yeah, that's what I, I I was saying that your argument changed my mind. Oh, thank you, Rohan. Yeah, I got you. Good. Okay, we we got any more any more bold predictions or anything? Oh wait, we do have a fan question. Wow, yeah. we have a fan. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Nicholas J. Schneider on Twitter asked if Rashad Vaughn, going back to Devin Booker, if Rashad Vaughn Don't got say Rashad Vaughn, if Rashad Vaughn got De- in this household, <laughs> if Rashad Vaughn got Devin Booker minutes, how many seventy-point games would he have by now? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are Devin Booker minutes like? Does he play a lot? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he plays a lot because he's the only other team that's pretty good. good. Wow. Let me first say, who's this guy? What's his name? Nicholas J. Schneider. Okay, Nick. Let me first say <laughs> that uh, the Bucks are good, and the Suns are not. And if uh, Rashad Vaughn played on a crappy team, maybe he'd get more minutes. But I don't think that he is a Booker-level talent. But I think he brings up a good point that, you know, if Booker wasn't getting these minutes... Would he have had that 70-point game? Which brings up a point that if Booker was on a good team, would he have had that 70-point game? Rohan. No, if Booker was on the good team, he would not have that 70-point game. I still think he would get good minutes because he's a very good player, but he would not have 70 points. Because they were the Suns were just... How many feeding. minutes did he play last night? I think, he played, I think he played 44. Wow. He like he, Wow, he never came off the court then. I mean, but, isn't it a 60-minute game, Well, No, huh? It's forty eight it? it's it's forty eight minutes. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can you edit that out? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> he yeah, never but... came off the court then. Wow. I mean he did for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought it was a sixty minute game. No, he played forty five <laughs> minutes, so he had three minutes of rest. And he shot twenty one for forty from the field, four of eleven from three. 24 of 26 from the free throw line. Yeah. Wow. And yet he was a minus six uh, for plus minus. <laughs> and that's why yep. Russian win MVP. And that is how we are going to end this podcast. Wait, let's get back to Nick's question. Let's make sure we really talk okay. about that. Yeah, Nick's question. Will said zero. Billy, you said how many, how many 70 point games would Rashad Vaughn have had by now? If he played for 45 minutes a game? Yeah. I'm going to give my boy Avon the benefit of the doubt and say at least one. At least one. Okay. Wow. I'm You're good. optimistic there, Billy. Yeah, zero is the correct answer because Rashad Vaughn is not good. Well, have you seen him play, Rohan? I have, yeah, and he's not good. Did he play last night well? No. Nope. Okay, here's okay. Billy, I have your back here, but you know. 
Philly, okay. Uh, Booker shoots about 42% from the field. Vaughn shoots 36. <laughs> well, you should be talking to Nick Schneider, not me. Well, you're the one that said you might give him one or two. I said one. <laughs> you said at least one. So there could be more than just one. This is... Uh, okay, this was obviously... This is the obvious correct answer is zero. And do you guys have any other things you would like to bring up before we wrap this up? Yeah, can we just close the podcast again this week? I think, Will, I think we need to share something with Rohan again. Okay, let's do it this week. Is that okay, Rohan? Sure. Or should we wait till after the no, podcast? Let's do it now. Why not? <laughs> Are you sure? Should this be brought up right now, Will? Let's do it. I mean, let's go for it. I mean, why not? The world can know, right? I mean, I'm the one who edits this, so I could choose. Rohan, I just... I think I think Will and I have been talking a lot this past week, the two of us. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we just wanted to say that on the last podcast, and you know, on this one too, I mean... Will and I haven't talked yet, but you're just doing a great job hosting so far, man. Oh, yep, agreed. Thank you. I mean, we've just been talking about it. You really keep the show moving, and uh, I think the fans love you. So, yeah. thank you very much for what you do. Thank you, thank you guys for being. Uh, I appreciate it. That warms my heart. You guys, yeah, I'm glad. We, I feel That's like we we are a good podcasting team right here. And with that, you know it. and with that compliment, I feel like we should. We are going to wrap up episode two of the Wisconsin Sports Appeal podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Wisco Sports Pod. Uh, follow me on Twitter if you want. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs>